1: most feared man in America it's from Brownsville, New York. His name is Iron Mike Tyson. Now scratch that. Picture this. It's the 1990s, and the most feared man in America is named Iron Mike Tyson. You don't know no, we told him. To. Picture this. It's the 2000s, and the most feared man... You get the idea. There were three black men
2: who ruled the world
1: during this time. It was Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, and it was Mike Tyson. And everybody wanted to be Mike. The only question was, which Mike do you want to be? <laughs> Mike Tyson, as you've never seen him before, in this one-of-a-kind ABC News docuseries, Mike Tyson, the knockout. The climb, the crash, and the comeback of his boxing career. The man who was undisputed at world heavyweight champion from 1987 to 1990. His first win at 20, making him the youngest fighter. Who hold the title? You're gonna hear from people like actress Rosie Perez, the first lady of boxing.
0: Mike Tyson was called the baddest man on the planet because he was the baddest man on the planet.
1: The four-hour series is also gonna take a look into his personal life, which has been riddled with controversy. If you are a lover of this podcast, you are a lover of storytelling. You definitely don't want to miss ABC News' Mike Tyson. The knockout.
0: Boom. Welcome to Mike Tyson's world. The Staggering Documentary Event premieres Tuesday night, May 25th on ABC and next day on Hulu.
1: another fun-filled edition of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. My name is Amino Hassan. I'm joined, as always, by Big Jer, Black Trey, and Sean Little on The Ones and Twos as our producer. we got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to talk about Kwame Brown Beef and is he at fault? We're going to ask, how hard can you judge your friends and your peers when judging people is what you do for a living? We're going to talk about J. Cole, not only the album, but his debut in Basketball Africa League. But we're going to start with Michael Shea, his new TV show on HBO Max and what we thought about it. It's pretty funny stuff. But before we get started, just want to remind everybody: patreon.com slash count the dings. You need to sign up. You need to be a Patreon. Here's why. We give you extra content when you're a Patreon. That's bomb overflow episodes, of which there will be one today. We're talking about some music anniversaries, we're talking about the Cinephobe special edition episodes these ones are hot they go through the roof this month we do uh, memorial day we're reviewing i'm gonna say it right now delta farce that's right delta farce it's a fucking awful movie and you're gonna love the way we broke it down on cinephobe but only if you're a patreon patreon.com size count the things and then of course the live shows the live shows that we do exclusively for our patreons we got another one coming up wednesday may 19th Make sure you're signed up so you get that email. You can join in, you can interact, you can ask questions, you can hang out with all of us. And of course, there will be libations and people will say some wild ass shit. But without further ado, let's get into the show. So we're gonna get started here. We're gonna talk about this Michael Chase show. Don't yo, I can't lie, I've always been a skeptic of all the Saturday Night Live people. I always think this show is corny. Um I like Michael Che, I've seen his stand-up, but I was just thinking like it's produced by Lauren Michaels, who's the producer of SNL, and I just thought, man, it's probably going to be some corny shit, like I just, I just steeled myself for that, it's the same thing with like Keenan, and admittedly, I don't like Keenan, I think Keenan is very corny, everybody's like, oh, he's the longest tenured, yeah, that's because he's not good enough to get his own shit somewhere else, he got his own shit. I gave it a chance. I tried to watch the the Keenan show. It was literally the most, like, stereotypical, like, stupid-ass sitcom on network TV. So I went into this Michael Che thing, and I was like, okay. And wouldn't you know it, it was fucking hilarious. This dude has been locked up in chains over there at 30 Rock. They haven't let this nigga breathe. Now man, he, he showed the world something. I really, really enjoyed uh um, well, the first four episodes, I think.
3: And My nigga, that shit gave me Chappelle feel. Yes, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I I you know, back in the day, people would say, Oh, Key and Peel's like Chappelle I'm like, No, it's not. Nah, it's it, nah, me. that shit ain't this, relatable. No, like this, shit. this this absolutely is. This absolutely is.
3: I don't even know where to start, bro. That shit was so fucking funny. Like, and I got a chance to watch it today, so I didn't get to, like, stretch it out. I knew y'all was kind of like, yo, when you see this episode, you see this episode, or you when you see it, yeah. yo, my nigga, I don't even know where to start. When the nigga getting <laughs> shot, that was on live. Hello. <laughs> the nigga that said, you know what I'm addicted to? Hose. Hoes.
0: <laughs> Hoes
1: talk to the kids. Uh. Yo,
0: let let me ask you, yo. Let me ask you, real tough. When he when he broke down the equation, I mean, am Man. I the only one that said? I, I mean, man's got. I see, I see what he's saying. I was like, facts.
3: No, I was yelling facts at the TV, bro. Like, the shit was just so funny though, and I I think that we all can kind of r- relate with the elevator scene because it's kind of like force fed <laughs> and like, yo anybody you see they especially that climate last year where motherfuckers was apologizing for no reason just for being white and <laughs> you know what I mean you looking like bro like you're killing me already bro and then also him trying to get in the gym and he forgot his fob and it's like yo we just had this long yeah. ass conversation and you won't let me in and you're just showing me like you know how performative that shit is
1: yeah bro. and and that's the first oh, I love that that was the first fucking sketch man y'all remember what the first sketch was on Chappelle show
0: i don't remember no yeah
1: was
0: it, it wasn't wasn't the Kinko's shit it was kinko's it was the oh, kinko's yeah. show.
1: and so like it was just something that like the moment you saw it you know oh Hell shit yeah. man we're getting something different here mm-hmm. we're getting something different and, and sure enough man this thing at first kick kind of set the tone I'm trying to remember, I've been searching through the text because I watched this show like earlier last week. What was the it was episode two? I was telling you guys about mm-hmm. where I was like, This shit is funny. What was I talking about, though? It wasn't
3: it, was the, it wasn't the family feud, shit, right?
1: Yo,
0: that was Mari
3: saying that. I didn't think Mari was talking no, about that, 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 that was that was that was me that me mentioned. Oh, yeah. yeah, no,
2: that shit was funny as hell, dog. Yo, I, I lost my mind when I saw
0: that. Yo, he that mother, he gets it. Yo, I'm glad like,
3: he had Godfrey in there, though, because Godfrey, like, does the best Steve Harvey anyway. Yeah, so it was
0: perfect. He like having
3: those type of characters in there. But, um, I mean, the one was, that was the Hose episode. So I'm trying to think of what else was followed is up that, with. Is that, that,
1: like, what he's talking about, dating?
3: Yeah, he, he was dating. Yeah, and he, with his, he was with his girl, and she was, like, yeah. he couldn't say, like, I love you, but he was saying he loved, <laughs> like.
2: Stone Cold, he Stone, he Cold, was yeah. Stone Cold. Stone Cold's like I love Stone Cold. <laughs> she said she was saying I love you every other every other time they talked, and he was like, "Nah, I couldn't say anything." I like how he jumped in on some on some breaking up the the the, the skits and explaining like some real yeah. life shit yeah. on how yeah. how he was feeling and why why he was moving like that. I thought it was really well done, man. It was yeah. it was instantly Chappelle show vibes off the top, mm-hmm. like right. like when, Bang the uh, the open open door like on in the elevator like man can I st- can I get out of here like before this even starts it was uh, it's really well done
0: yo when he um when he did the um uh what's the the, the prostitute thing oh Duh. I lost my therapists. mind. prostitute therapist and the prostitute maid the prostitute maid she was old as shit oh <laughs>
1: She's oh like, yo can I go two hundred dollars. I wish there was like Dude. an episode breakdown of synopsis, man, because it's, it's, yo, know, like, I just need to jog my memory. I just don't remember what it is now. This is fucking terrible for podcasting. This is why, by the way, whenever I do CinePo, that's why I, I watch the movie the day we record. Because I know if I, if I, there's any time, I will fucking forget everything. The only way I can do this is if I watch it right before I record. Um, the but, police yeah, man
3: was funny too. Oh, oh my the, Lord. the reverse oh, yeah. the reverse policeman because you know most yeah. niggas be like
2: i found this what is this his mom yeah. found
3: the baton and the gun
2: and the gun was in the shoebox oh yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah she said actually i knew something was up you wearing all this blue i just i was hoping you was a crip, crip. <laughs> <it> was <laughs> yeah bro i didn't even it was it was so well done like everything about that part too i didn't even catch on Until she pulled out the billy club and I'm like, oh, she's now I get it. Like I didn't even catch that 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 Yankees, that Yankees
0: jacket, the
1: the way he he was dressed. Definitely gave it away. Like he had hit undercover
0: cop written all over what's crazy. That was a real
3: life experience for me. My grandma told me, my grandma was like, yo, you can be anything you want, but you can't be no cop. Shit was crazy. Yeah. Not dead
0: ass i mean i was like I mean, that, that legit makes sense to me
2: yo I mean, that's, I get that's 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 yeah. wild because my, my dad was uh cpd for 30 years so when shay was talking in the elevator like man you see a black cop like sometimes it was just a job like job. me me and my pops had that same conversation like years ago when i asked him about like becoming a cop and he was like man my dad was born in 1950 you know talked about like 1968 all like every week we had like conversation about 1968 and how crazy it was but yeah man cpd 30 years and we had that exact conversation like don't get it twisted man i'm just i needed a job and this is how this is how we got it done like like so plain and simple like that so i I identify with that too that's interesting your grandma's like hey do it do whatever you want anything but don't. No, don't be I, mean, I mean, I mean, it only L-A-T-D. it only
3: it only made sense because, like, you know, like my dad and everybody else's was like in the street life and shit. And then you look at it like, here I am, bro. They'd rather me do anything else to come home with that badge, fam. Like, right. nigga's gonna be treating me like I don't even know, bro. Like Jay Reed or something. Nigga coming home <laughs> like that.
0: you ain't no cop, Jay Reed. <laughs> you
2: ain't no cop. All I did was show you love. That's a good that's a good movie too, by the way. Real good movie. So I mean, you felt like they were holding Che down? You feel like that he finally got to got to really really do what he wanted to do? I'm any one of those skits is literally better than anything I've ever seen him do
1: um, on Saturday night. Sex. Mm-hmm. Like straight up. Like it's all, like it, you know what it was like? It's like Tracy McGrady going from Toronto to the to the magic. Mm-hmm. Like it's right, like yeah he's pretty good he all right, da, da. and then like goes to the magic he leads the league of score like this has been sitting around this whole time right? <laughs> y'all had this That's and a you good analogy play the back like but again it goes to show like SNL is a fucking trash show unless you're white white people love that, SNL. that is that is they true know, like, like SNL. they love it SNL. Swear, they, swear they by
3: tune
2: it. in they
1: watch it live I see them live feed like oh my god Elon Musk on and I'm like really y'all give a fuck about this shit. And every time they're like, oh my God, the sketch that they did this, this this is so funny. And I'll watch it and I'm like, at best, it'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> at best, like a little, right. a little half smile and shrug. Chappelle, not was like, Chappelle obviously is a fucking, he's a machine, he's a monster. But like, uh, what was the one that I, I watched the other day? Because it was, uh, which did I you watch Eddie's? The Key and Peel, I don't know who's who. One, oh, you're whatever. talking about the, the uh, the MJ? <laughs> I don't know who's who, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know. i so
3: key, so keys the the ball one, okay, and then Jordan Peel. That's the only that's the only reason why I, I know the pill because of Jordan Peel. like, okay, I wouldn't yeah, have been able awesome.
0: to separate the two, bro, for real, yeah. right? But anyway, y'all, y'all, y'all think they're funny? I know you don't know I mean y'all think they're funny because I like, I never I could never get jiggy with it nah i i didn't rock with you. i remember the obama uh, skit is okay the dapping up
1: they, yeah. i would say like by the end of the show they started to have like one good skit a show like one where i legitimately go okay that was funny it wasn't no oh, Chappelle, definitely i don't know why people white people compared to Chappelle because they're, they're <laughs> comedian black comedian sketch show on comedy central that's all it really took for them to make that comp but um and by the end of that show, they would have at least one like Jerv, like the one where uh, uh the dude is uh the his girl is asking to see his browser history, and she's like, It's not like you watch a lot of porn, right? And you sweating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, yo, that's cool.
0: what that memes from. I've never seen, yeah. oh,
1: I've never yeah. seen that show, bro. Yeah, so I've never so seen, seen that. Basically, so basically she's like you watch like you are, you don't watch too much porn, do you? And you start sweating harder. Like no, no, no. And then she's he doesn't say a word. She keeps like like saying something and like no, wait, well, that's all right. Like we all watch porn. It's like it's not like it's a crazy porn with like bestiality, is it? Sweating <laughs> oh, wow. harder. Like oh, like
2: <laughs> the fuck you watch bestiality porn, whatever. So like up
1: in the, up in the ante. It's a funny skit. Like I will give them props. Like I said, they'd have won the show, but like so much of it was just filler. And in the beginning, it was terrible. My biggest problem with Key and Peele, and this is how they got better: in the beginning, all of their sketches were about how black people are so silly. Every sketch they had was about, oh, oh, I'm black, so I'm gonna be talking like this, da, 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 da. like so. The SNL one that someone sent me that I watched was, um, like, black graduations. Like we're like, right, reminder, everyone hold your applause, and then of course the black family is like, "That's my baby," and blah blah blah, and I'm like, "This isn't funny. Nah. It's not funny." But it allows black, white people like, "Oh yeah, black people sure do do that at graduations," right? And so I, like, th- that's we do. most of the we do,
0: we do that at graduations though.
1: But to, but to me, it's like you got a guy like Michael Che in that room, and yeah. you don't use him to make any sort of sophisticated funnier joke, like that elevator one. It it didn't need to be an HBO Max sketch. It wasn't like he took out his dick and made it and she sucked it for him or whatever. (laughs) It was smart. It was funny. It was topical. And it was simple. You don't need to wear no wigs for it. You don't need to cross dress for it. You don't need to do any silliness. Just fucking do it. But I don't know, man. I I can't get with that show. Also,
3: also, also, when you hit on the porn, the second chance pill.
1: Oh
0: yeah. my god that, that was hilarious!
3: <laughs> shout <laughs> out yeah. to El, what's his that's El, that's Elvin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. shout, out, shout out, out to Elvin, from, man. Uh, the Cosby Show joint. I'm, I'm glad guys- I remember that. Picked up where, where they were saying he was out of work and he was working somewhere.
1: We well, went out of ended- work he- though. That's the thing. Like people don't understand. Like when you're an actor, mm-hmm. like it's not like you have a, a a contract or like a salary. You get paid to do this project. You get a bunch of money. And then you got to wait, find your next paycheck. And all the while, you got to have your own health insurance. So my man was working at Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. I don't remember which one it was. It was
0: a Starbucks, I think.
1: No, it wasn't Starbucks because he was a cashier. Oh, it was Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. I apologize. Because of like to get the health insurance benefits, basically. So it's like I'm right, working man. in between gigs anyway. This is like it, – it's not like I need the money, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a good way for me not to – pay my own health insurance, yeah. but people turned it into, he hard up and this and that, and he got flooded with offers, and so that's why he got on power, uh, mm-hmm. and he did I think uh Tyler Perry put him in a couple of shits, and then he it was a the, good promo
2: oh yeah, <laughs> I mean <laughs> like,
1: yeah. my man got some work yeah. out of it, I'm happy for that, but like I remember him talking about like, motherfuckers are making out, cause he was in Always Sunny yeah, yeah I don't know if you, if you all you know, watched watch watch that show, he was in episode of Always Sunny where they went, hey, Jerv, you'll love this. They went to her meet and greet for Donovan McNabb. <laughs> and so the car pulls up, and it's like a beater, man. That shit is like fucking a 1985 <laughs> Ford Fiesta hatchback. It pulls up, and my man Elvin come out the car. He's like, what's up, guys? I'm Donovan McNabb. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> like, oh, you Donovan McNabb. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. am i played football you know so Yo, <laughs> he could play,
3: play that shit off that's hilarious yeah um yeah, man. no but the the funny shit about it it was giving some real nigga facts bro oh like yeah. the, talking about like jacking off before a date yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He it he said
2: hey he, he said, said, he said i gentleman. thought i was being a gentleman yeah <laughs> he said i'm a gentleman <laughs>
3: that's oh, a real man. life actual like especially if you no. don't want to fuck with nobody you get that shit off Listen, if you if you thought you was coming over here to fuck, you better fuck somebody else before you come over
1: here. <laughs> let, me, let me ask. That. Let me ask I, y'all. I question. really
3: want a genuine chill.
1: Let me ask y'all a question because one of the things he did was he, that episode two. I remember now was the whole. Uh, can I get a a bourbon and water? But like, just hold the water. Hold the water. No water. <laughs> and and I, and that was that was kind of his because he did it with his first date with his girl. Mm-hmm. and then you know uh, when he's at the bar he did it with the bartender and then with the new girl the first date he did the same joke Yeah. and I wanted to know do y'all have a bit that you'll fall back on like this is a winner every time a first date winner kind of line or joke or whatever nah
3: nah cause so, I mean I look at it in the nah. situation of like when I have been on dates that never like, I think the range of people that you can kind of get that off on. You feel me? And I think mm-hmm. in his particular setting, if if you had like you got to think about it, he lived above the spot. So like, yeah. it kind of like worked as far as like him being able to get it off or somebody like I was I was hoping he fumbled where he was like, yo, you you probably take other girls here, and he's like, nah. And I was hoping he seen like some other work like, yes, he oh, do, yeah, girl, you know. What <laughs> I mean? But it didn't it didn't it didn't actually go that right. way, but. But I think it kind of depends on the person and the place. You know what I'm saying? But for him to get that off, like, you know, I guess it works. I don't know. I, I would I think I think that's just too much effort. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he if I just did, that shit, he like,
2: did it, he wow. did it with the the water and bourbon joke. And then he al- he also opened with the you probably date like you date ball players and rappers oh, yeah. or what? And he that he yeah, opened man. it with that and he <laughs> went back and said the same exact thing at the bar. Um I haven't been in the dating game for a minute, but I was. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really have anything I fell back on. But I would take chicks to the same spots if I thought it was a dope spot or oh, I liked no. it. I'm pulling up no. to the same spot. He's a, a repeat offender. Yes. Dangerous no, no, game.
1: Yeah. Hey, dangerous son. game, I, man. It, it, I, like, like, let me put it this way. I no. I I know. I I don't. I really don't because I don't want to ever see anybody again. Like. I want to make sure like this is my spot,
2: man. Right. So oh, so uh, you're saying like so she doesn't pull up later mm-hmm. on down the road. I got yep. you. Interesting.
1: Yep. You, okay. You gotta keep you gotta keep it fresh. You always gotta keep it fresh, man. That's what that's the time to discover new places.
2: That's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's
1: not you don't know, you don't know, bring on, no no home games. It's Mayno on his podcast. Going at who was that he was going at?
3: That was B. Dot Miller from yeah, uh B Dot Miller. Rap yeah. Rap Radar Podcast.
1: Yeah. And he was mad at B Dot because he gave he said the only bad review I've ever heard you give was on my shit. And like I just felt like you didn't have to put that out there. <laughs> and my man said you didn't have to put that music out there. <laughs> <laughs> It was the biggest. I mean, it was the best troll job I've ever seen. (laughs) Because when we get Mato is getting tight, he was like, Are you fucking crazy? He's like, actually, I'm quite sane. I'm quite sane. Quite sane. Yeah. Are you stupid? He said he actually broke what he said. He's like, actually, I'm quite smart. (laughs) (laughs) But the question came up, Trey, you asked the question. Do as friends do we owe anything to our friends? to either give a good review or no review at all?
3: So I have been in this situation plenty of times, and it sometimes can confu- can be confused as hating. It also can, can be confused as, you know, like, you never was my friend. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, the reason why I had brought that up was because I'm kind of like, that's the same thing about, um, you know, like Cole's album dropping, right? And you're friends with him, I mean. Would he want you to be honest no de, de, no matter how he feels about it? Like if he says, my shit is classic. I don't give a fuck what none of you niggas talking about. And you give him the honest answer. Is he going to respect that answer or does he expect you to ride with him no matter what review? And I've seen it on multiple occasions and friends I've had where nigga like, no, nah, you wasn't supposed to say that. And I'd be like, no, nah, that nigga was better than you. Like, because right. I can't. I'm, I'm a realist about things. And I would want you to be real with me versus the yes man situation. Because when you see niggas looking crazy out there, you'd be like, man, who is friends?
1: Who's yeah, his no, friends? I, do-
2: wasn't, just, wasn't the issue though that he said it in public? Yeah. That was the issue. It. it was like, yo, it's look, not, yeah. I've seen you show love to countless amount of people. The only negative thing I heard you ever come out in public and say was about my shit. What's up? But with if that? it's my job. But that's his job though bro but mm. that's
3: the thing yeah. like if people want me to hold it a court and like if every think about it think about it. i'd never heard it so i can't really say if it's ass or not but if it was ass and consensus says it's ass and i go on there like yo my man shit is crazy y'all niggas need to check it out right you know niggas gonna be looking at me like i'm bugging
1: well man mano's thing i guess was like you didn't have to say shit, right you could but just how, not. But
0: how? How bad did he tra- like? I mean, I, I know we don't know, but like, is there levels of trashing? Because oh, I, I, mean, I, I definitely understand what Mano's saying, but I also understand that that's his job, right? So, like, there's, there, there could be levels of trashing. Like, you don't have to say it's ass. You could just be like, "Yo, you know."
1: So, know. Uh, but there uh, ain't guess, no such like, thing I'm as say, level
3: trash look, in twenty twenty one. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna nah, say this. That's I'm, true. I'm that's
1: true. It. Because I've gotten into it on not music, but basketball. Where, I like I've said multiple times, starting with the day it happened and through years and years, Steve Kerr fucked up Game 7 of the 2016 Finals. He fucked that shit up because going into the fourth quarter, uh, 12 players had played for the, the Warriors. Nine of them all had positive plus minuses. The only three who had negatives were Anderson Ferris, Harrison Barnes, and Festus Ezeli. And he played all three of them niggas in the fourth quarter. Like, I'll never forget. He subbed out. He subbed and LeBron was like, oh, shit. And he immediately started going crazy. And I was sitting next to Damon Bruce from uh, from 95.7 in San Francisco, and I said, he just fucked it up right there. And, like, Damon Bruce to this day, he's like, I mean, was a guy, like, during Game 7 was like, Steve Kerr fucked this shit up. Steve Kerr's my guy, man. But, like, he did that shit. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed exactly. to make a bunch of excuses for him? Probably not. I mean, like, I think – and also – like what B Miller was saying was i put my review in public because you put your work out in public this wasn't you sending me the clip behind the scenes and me going putting on blast like everyone had access to this so obviously you felt comfortable enough
3: and confident enough that you thought you was gonna get that review and it's like nah bro like i'm not detrimenting the work that means either i'm staying true to my craft as well as because you wouldn't let me you know, if it was the reverse roles, he'd probably kill him on that. You know what right. I'm saying? So, in that particular situation, because like <clears throat> here's the thing, right? Same thing about Cole's album, right? Yeah. I didn't like that one track. And I went on, like, I think it was two weeks ago when we had when we talked yeah, about it.
1: You didn't that. like interlude, yeah. I didn't like
3: I didn't like interlude. That didn't mean that I wasn't going to enjoy the album. And people took it like and stretched that shit thin. So it was even more of a shock that like, yo, you actually like the album? I'm like, yeah. yeah. I never said the nigga's ass. I never said like he doesn't have any albums or anything like that. So it was like, hmm you change your thought. And it's like, no, but I'm also yeah. not going to bite my tongue no. because I'm mean or was. It's cool with them niggas.
1: Like, but, but, I, I but respect saying, them. Like, here, this is, and this, again, this shit happens a lot with us in sports. Mm-hmm. You did change your thought. Because you got more information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. I was supposed to. Say, <laughs> I was supposed to ride out on my on my opinion off of one track mm-hmm. forever. It's like it's like when like a team like Suns fans are doing it to me. Oh, I thought you said they wouldn't make the play. I was like, they didn't have Chris Paul when yeah. I said that shit. The movie Chris Paul obviously <laughs> the shit is different. So it's like it's. It, I, I hate when people do that shit. They expect you to fucking live forever on an opinion just because you made it with less information than is available right now. Facts. Um. But, like, I, to answer the question when, with regards to Cole's music, to me, it's like, I always tell them, like, I like this, I didn't like this. I don't do that publicly. I yeah. do it to them. But, like, that's because I understand, like, I don't have an expert opinion when it comes to music. Yeah, I like what I like. I don't like what I don't like. For me, for instance, For Your Eyes Only, that's not an album I go back to a lot. I forgot There's a couple, about of, that. Tr- <laughs> There's a couple of tracks here and there I'll play <laughs> that I like. <laughs> but like, yeah, but like, because Trey, you were, I was reminded when you were listening, you're like, Forest Hills Drive, mm-hmm. KOD, The Off Season. Yeah. And to After me, my like, third listen. Right. Like, to me, those are, that's a pretty accurate top three. Um, I think the first album was like, that wasn't Cole. That was the, the label making them do what they wanted to do. I thought Born Center was cool, but also had some tracks that are kind of forgettable. Forest Hills was like the first time they took full control. Uh, front to back of the process and they, they made an album with zero promotion and zero features that fucking blew everybody's mind and it it's told a the story and all that. Yeah. Right. For your eyes only was cool. I, I remember going to the concert. Was that the concert I got you tickets to Trey? Or no, nah, or... I was a I was a KOD. KOD. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I like the four Your Eyes Only tour was fucking dope as shit. But like the the best way I can describe it is I don't listen to it anymore. I listened to it when it came out. I, I listened obviously, when the songs were playing in the, in the concert, but I don't listen to it anymore. But then uh, K.O.D., I fucking loved it. And this one, I, you know, I've only given it, like, a, a, a real cursory listen. But I fucking love it, man. I, I love it. The, fucking, the line where he said, if you could make me walk away with a line that just stuck in my head, he says, "Fuck up, fuck up twelve like a uh, like a uh, Krispy creams or whatever." The fucking line about the donuts, mm-hmm. but he's also talking about these niggas like wanting to fuck up cops. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, Sean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, it's all good. Sorry, Sean. It's sorry, all Sean. Good. Nah, that's the thing. It's all good. Yeah, and like when shit was happening in the city, it's like I'm I'm with the people. It's like me and my pops had that combo. But yeah, no doubt, yeah. And then the other
1: thing that I fucking love about this album, before I even heard a single song, was looking at the track listing and the names and seeing, like, how many fucking Easter eggs are, are in, these, in these names, right? Like, so, for instance... I
3: mean, you're going to be able to tell us that. I don't know shit. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't go that deep. So,
1: so uh, Hunger on Hillside. There's a, We used to go uh, to uh, Hillside Deli on 179th street in hillside in jamaica queens and that's like 3 a.m 4 a.m 5 a.m go out there and they get the best cheesesteaks and shit like that and just eat right there so hunger on hillside he's talking about that shit man um amari that's the i'm uh, maybe let me not get too detailed but yeah that's the, that's the name of some one of the guy's children okay like in the crew yeah, yeah. right so um, it, 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 all of these things kind of have like little punch in the clock, right? They all got like little kind of Easter egg things to them. And by the way, they didn't even explain this shit to me. I was like, oh yeah, of course. As soon as I saw it. So, uh, you know, it, it's cool. The Amari video dropped and all of my niggas are in it. Like, I was going to ask you, who was. I was going to say, who are the niggas behind niggas him. him? Felton, the guy with the glasses that's Felton. He's like the creative director for Dreamville. He's the one that uh did the photo shoot Of the the basket on fire behind Cole, super creative dude, Brooklyn dude, great guy to know. Uh, My nigga Ted, like I've known Ted since he was like fucking twelve years old or whatever. Ted and E grew up together, went to school together, uh, played ball together. I played Ted is a hooper for real. He he was he went out for a G League team for G League tryouts a couple of times. Um, Who else in the back? Maddie P. Maddie's kind of like the. uh, uh, do-it-all guy for dreamville like just straight new york hustler one of the most fucking hustling niggas i know just as far as getting this shit done um you know obviously eve is in there it's like it's literally everyone there i was like yeah that's that's mike shaw that's so and so and so it was it was a dope kind of visual because usually cole doesn't have like the crew in there in, in the videos usually it's a very kind of like a creative, artistic vision, and this one was like I
2: was just like, nah, my nigga's all gonna be in this video. Why? Why you think that is? You think the the project? He just felt like he was making it just for more of you know the homies back in the day, and just kind of like a, a reminiscent thing. Or because I also felt like when I was listening to it, he was just trying to remind that he he kept rem- mm-hmm. he kept bringing up how much he wanted to remind motherfuckers Like I'm I'm still that guy. I gotta remind y'all, like I'm still the best in the game type of thing.
1: So he reminding himself. Right, his whole thing, his whole approach was um he like he had seen it in a vision years ago that like all your favorite rappers, they come out hot and then they reach a level of comfort due to the success, like the like kind of like Rocky Three. you guys remember Rocky Three, where Rocky's out here with the robot fucking butler and and like the cut ribbon cutting mm-hmm. and shit and and the Lang is like you're fucking soft. You ain't no champion All that shit. <laughs> so Cole kind of knew that he's like, I'm gonna reach a point where I'm going to because of success, I'm not gonna have that same hunger, and I'm gonna fall off, and so I have to revert to the mindset that I had when I was starting, not just to remind the people, remind myself like i need to I need to be hungry, I need to feel like I haven't accomplished anything um and to do it big one more time and you know part of that process of finding that hunger that motivation inspiration is him hooping him being uh pursuing this dream and we talked about it last week i said you know the guy got hurt and he was rehabbing and then he started feeling better physically than he had before and then he starts working with a trainer and uh, like a basketball skills trainer and and here he is and I don't know if y'all watched that game. I watched that game. That nigga was hopping. I, and I probably-
3: got up and <laughs> I watched this motherfucker because I hit the chat like, "Yo, Jervis on ESPN News, whatnot." And I'll I'll, I'll commend this part. I mean, without being too uh, harsh on my feedback, because I feel like that's my space for me to talk about sports. But, yeah. um, shouts to him pursuing a dream, being able mm-hmm. to. Slice that off, you know. That, I think that's cool as fuck. Whenever you can do something that you you probably had on your bucket list, so playing professional basketball, dope. Um, As far as again, I don't I don't know wh- how how serious he wants to continue after this or sort the of experience. Um, You know, I just felt like he was. Shout out to Mariano. I thought he was just on his Tony Snell vibe shit for a little bit because he had one <laughs> nigga that was playing go to hell ball number eleven, which you know. Um, you know, it was yeah. cool. I mean, like I said, it was it I, I think there's a plus and then there's a minus. I look at it in the minus of like, although this is cool that he's living out uh pursuing a dream, I think that someone's losing the roster spot. Yeah. The positive, he bringing hella eyes to that league. He bring in, you know, he's earning, he's gaining a new respect for the game. Like he was on KD's podcast talking about how he sees the game differently. You know what I'm saying? And that's any space that you're in. If you're if you're if you're not familiar with it, and you jump into the ring with somebody, you would be like, "Oh shit, this shit for real. This is how yeah. you really do it." You know what I'm saying? Like the first time I became on the media side, I remember going into locker room. I'm just like, oh, I could just ask a question, or I could do this, or la And I'm seeing motherfuckers like, Hoof. like you know what I'm saying? It's like 30 people trying to get to one player, and they only got like three minutes media availability. Right. You trying to ask a question, do you want to be that type of nigga to bow through and get through and be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? And I look at it like that in that space of just saying like, you know, I, I like I said, I, I mean, you you kind of probably, I don't know if you heard it or not, but I just look at it like overall, he's going to continue to get better. I understand that. And I understand that he's going to walk away from this experience, either hungry, even more to hoop even more and, and raise his game or he's going to be like, I did it, and cool. I'm just happy yeah. he didn't fucking celebrate after the free throw like
1: Master no. P. No, no, no. So, so a <laughs> so couple, couple of things people don't know. He had an offer to go to training camp with an NBA team this year. He turned it down. He had an offer to join multiple G League teams. He had offers to join multiple G League teams. He's turned that down. He respects the process too much to take advantage of his name Kind of the way that Master P did. Like, uh, and that's, these are my words, not his words, but, but like, he's not that kind of guy. Like, he's not trying to steal roster spots. The reality is that league, the Basketball Africa League, is closer to his level of skill in competition. And so there's a reason he went there. Part of it was because that is closer to his skill level. Part of it was because, yeah, man, bringing eyeballs to this league that's happening on the continent, it felt like that's a good use of his fame and notoriety or whatever. Um I what I tell people is when you watch that game, did he look out of place? Was no. he getting his ass bust? Right? So no, like, he played he played he solid
3: was, defense. He, he, uh, solid. he uh, yeah. you know and what I mean? What that's all you yeah, can ask for. Yeah.
1: He didn't have to be the best player on the floor in order to justify his presence there. And he you also just- didn't come
3: in and he also didn't come in like, "Oh, I'm I'm about to kill." You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. So so no. it was zero expectations, but obviously fans just want to, you know, if you're going to play at the play at a professional level, they they have expectations. Right. I didn't care. I just wanted to but, see what he actually could do in that space. You know what but, I'm saying?
1: To me to me to me like he proved that like master p you watch him play like clearly this nigga's not as good as these other people here right Cole proved that like i don't that's why i i I fight back on he's taking a roster spot from someone well on some level everybody with a roster spot is taking a roster spot from From someone someone. yeah right and as long as you are not clearly hopelessly overmatched then it's like you can make an argument for for anybody fuck man jimmer for debt I still
3: need more uh, observations, but, yeah, from this game. Yo, sure. he looks. Oh,
1: absolutely. Good. Yeah. Absolutely, right? And, and, and part of it is, and what he's going to need to learn to get better at, is the conditioning part because you can get on a fucking treadmill and all that shit. It ain't nothing like playing in an actual game. And you saw that. You saw it towards the end. That nigga was just tired, man. He's just tired. And that's something he's going to learn and get better at. Remember, it's not like he's been in camp for a month. This nigga just dropped an album. He's been promoting, shot a video, <laughs> did a freestyle at Power 106, and then gets on a plane and flies to fucking Rwanda. Like, there's, there's some elements of that shit that's just not, not normal. But I think part of that pursuit is the hunger of finding something to motivate you to continue to want to work and get better. And I think he's serious about that. Not serious in the sense of I'm going to be in the NBA one day or whatever, but just serious enough. To like, I want to see how far I can go if I take this basketball thing seriously.
3: Well put, man. They need to hire you, man. <laughs> put you on the payroll, bro. Because you did a good, you did a good explanation of it. Because I'm telling you, the group chats was on fire all weekend. Not on some, not on some negative shit, but it was kind of like, how serious do we want to take this? You know what I'm saying? And I right. think that was just more so the conversations throughout the league as far as like, we fuck with dude, music. You know, right. and not necessarily the eyes on him saying I want to see him kill, but like, what can he, you know, like in general, you know what I mean? And i was right. just looking at it like, again, I didn't hop on there. I I got up to watch. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I'm like, nigga, ain't shit else all. So let me see what this nigga can do.
1: And, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this. The other thing is that I like that he wasn't like go hard, right? Yeah. Like, guy falls on the floor, teammate, he walks over. He doesn't sprint over. He's not, like, doing the, like, I'm one of you guys or whatever. But at the same time, I he's want not him a move. No. You want him to do that? Want I want him to do I that. Do that. I, 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 I do. I, I do. I do. I do. Corny. I, always corny. I always think that shit is corny and fake. Well,
3: not, not, even, not even, like, the false effort. It was just plays that he just was like, I'm cool. Like, the rebounds, I'm
1: like. Oh, He was tired. Like okay. that, that's, that's, he was that, like, he's that. just
3: looking, even though yeah. I'm like I'm, cause I was wondering if like he's letting if the big man's kind of like fuck out of here, I got it. You know how mellow L no, And he's tired. He was that, looking that was and I'm that like, damn, he tired. don't want no boards. <laughs> and then he like he, he, he and, like he'll be in the corner, and then like obviously the point guard was just getting real jiggy, but he was looking him off, and I'm like, yeah. okay, that's kind of irritating to play with him too, because I'm sure yeah. like coach probably played in like pickups and open gyms, being a primary ball handler and then not. Being a primary ball hunter, that's the worst because you're just in the fucking way. And right. so somebody tells you, like, and he didn't know the play. Yeah. obviously he, he, played, doesn't,
1: yeah. he didn't had know the place. Yeah. He posted that the, the Instagram thing of like of the said, this is what I was looking like when they're trying to remember the plays. The mm-hmm. one get like on a quiz show <laughs> yeah. and they're asking they're asking the question and answer. And he's like, The fuck? Like, oh yeah, answers. <laughs> By the way, we buried the lead. The most important story from that game, my nigga Alan Major came home finally. Y'all don't remember, the coach, the head coach for the Rwandan team, that was the nigga who's the head coach, you'll know exactly who he is, Trey. The nigga nigga with the hairline in the middle (laughs) of his head. That's who that is. Sean, pull up a picture, please.
3: Congratulations,
0: good brother. Welcome. Finally came home.
1: I didn't even recognize him. I was like, why, who is this?
0: I, I did not realize that was him. Yeah, man. But as soon as you say the man, my man had the hairline. It was like legit half of his head. Like, like I've never seen whose man is this? Like, why is no one
2: just saying cut this off?
1: Alan Major is his name. Uh, yeah. John.
2: yeah. What's next on that? Is he is he going to like how many more games does he set to play? Uh, I
1: mean, it was, I, it's a me tournament, that. right? Is it like three yeah. games? Yeah, it's it's
2: like it's like uh, it's like Champions League, like where you okay, play... word. Yeah, hold on, me... I got hold you. Up. Hold on, schedule Alan Major, and yeah, this 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 hairline is crazy,
0: bruh, bruh. bruh.
2: <laughs> it's, it's legit the worst hairline
0: if, 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 in the history of uh, men.
3: Nah, it's crazy. That's I nah. mean, it's just
1: like like it, like it felt like he lost a bet, <laughs> right? Like, that's
3: not oh, nah, that's 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 not hold real. Hold that's not real. No,
0: time out. That is real, but I mean put, put that picture back up, bro Look at this joint. Yo, he had to lose a bet. You can see there's still hair at so I don't the know if this was double. a
1: haircut
0: or something, but bro, like but that wasn't the
1: only picture. That's not the only picture. Like, like that, that, that's his fade. Oh, oh my
0: god. god. That's his fade, bro. Oh, look at his face. Uh, <laughs> hey,
3: I know that tan. Hey, oh that tan in the summer is oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That was god. a fade. Yo, who's his barber?
1: That's the worst fade I've monster. ever seen. Oh, oh, monster. A monster, that an absolute monster of a human being. Nigga that's, took his he, money and hit him. As a completely different picture. Nah,
2: I've never seen oh, somebody's you know, hair go straight. His hairline just went straight back. Like, yeah, bro, that's crazy. Evenly. Know, Can he coach? I, I know, I know. Hit the bobbleheads
0: of whatever university he was coaching at at the time. Whenever they had bobblehead night and they had the bobblehead of the coach. There's got to be some college student somewhere that just like that that thing had to be the the joke of all jokes during <laughs> frat parties and everything. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, that shit was bad, bro. What? Yo, see, what I is it? See. What is it about people not wanting to go ball, bro? When I went ball, it didn't change shit. None no, of that. Bro. Nothing changed, bro. Right. Why? Both people are so. Hey, would you about that with that a
3: hat on? So like, I don't. I don't yeah, know. but you always got a it.
2: you always got a hat on too though. But I just no no, I'm hats. not
3: bald. But I'm just talking about general. I'm not ex. I'm, nigga axi- I'm axi-
2: That I'm nigga axi- axi- jumped so quick. Hey, no, I'm ball. <laughs> 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 no,
3: I'm I'm actually ready to go. Actually, you know what I mean to oh, yeah, that point. Bro. But I trade guess, don't count.
0: Like Trey don't count. Trey's one. Trey's one of the has ball. He's had every type of hairstyle ever. I've been, voluntar- he, I've been voluntary ball, so it's cool. Anybody goes voluntary ball, like I like this. It's not even a question for you. It's just like all I'm right, just you know gonna what? try I to pull, really pull off crazy. the Tyson Beckford. That's it. That's I'm it. Tyson Beckford yeah. from here on out. <laughs> I'm Dog. gonna just get mad buff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be bald and buff, my nigga. It Just look like a
0: nigga. Just beard up, and Trey? lift. You definitely, you definitely gotta have a beard when you nah, go bald. I can't, ball, get the, I, I, I can't do the beer. beard. I can't do the beard. I can't yeah, grow. I it. think they give extensions out in New York. I heard, yo.
2: <laughs> yeah, you can find something, <laughs> You can find something in New York for sure. They
3: <laughs> <laughs> give extensions. I'm so cool about an extension in <laughs> New York,
1: family. that <laughs> that? That what's that? What they call it? The Extendo in Atlanta? Yeah,
3: no, st- no, no Extendo, bro. No, 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 uh, no, ex- <laughs> no, no Extendo Yo, with the dick, man. And we're cool. <laughs> speaking,
1: speaking about letting clips fly in Atlanta. Kwame Brown is mad, huh? This nigga's out here just yelling. Who yelling is at Kwame Brown?
3: I love it, man. I loved uh, it. I, I feel, loved I, like,
1: it. I won't lie. I walked away feeling sorry for him, man. Listen, bro,
3: Kwame, yeah. Brown was minding, Kwame Brown was minding his business. He was in his living room smoking hookah. And I'm sure whoever was asking them questions on live was like, hey, bro, they talking about you.
1: <laughs> right. Like, like, you know, it's crazy because, like, Gilbert Arena's side of the story is like, nigga, I was sticking up for you. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. He said, Gilbert said he's like, Kwame's mad at him because 16 years ago, um, Eton Thomas beat him out the spot and then etan told Kwame that gilbert was the one that requested etan be getting the minutes and he's like yeah. that, that should never happen and then he said also when it came down to getting him a playoff share gilbert was the one that said we shouldn't give Kwame a playoff share and gilbert denies that from happening as well i i'm inclined to believe gilbert because he's the most again no chill Gil. he's the most i don't give a fuck nigga in the world right. like if that shit happened he would have like yeah i did it like like when he fucking bullies Nick Young's whole family and shit. Right. right. The <laughs> nigga's never never been one to change a tune because he don't want to look bad or whatever. He really doesn't care. So you know, that's one thing. And then the part where I kind of felt bad for Kwame, though, is he's saying that Jeannie Bus was saying shit uh, like about how the, 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 the salt trade worked and his name was in it. And she brought it up as a matter of fact. And Stack and, and uh, Matt Barnes, like, started making jokes. And part of me is like, I know this nigga must hear these jokes all the time. That's a long time, man. 20 years for niggas to be joking on you. Like, I, I get it. I get it why he would be upset. But then the other thing was he, what he seemed to say, because someone was like, yo, they're trolls every day or whatever. He said, fans are going to troll. I don't care. But, like, players on players shouldn't do that shit. Do y'all believe that there is some? there should be some sort of kind of, like, unwritten no, I, rule?
3: No, it, it is an unwritten rule. Because especially, like, yeah, because it's employees. You know what I mean? Regardless if you play on your team or not, you're part of the brotherhood. You know what right. I'm saying? And it comes to a certain extent where you're all supposed to protect each other. Now, once you become on the other side, you know, you come to the dark side of the media, you can address whoever you want to address how you want to. But for some shit, it needs to stay in the locker room. And I think that's kind of went I, away I mean, from it.
2: Wait, are we talking out the both sides of our mouth now with the Mano thing too? Like that's still his homie and it's the same no, nah, but they not,
3: but they not cool. And like, the thing is also too, I, I will, I will side with Kwame on certain things, especially like how certain, like how he addressed the Jordan situation, you know what I'm saying? And Gilbert even saying like, Oh, well, you know, he was, he was like a thoroughbred and he, you know what I mean? A show pony. And that's what we call him. And he was like, nah, nigga, like I played in an era nigga at the end when I got drafted in 2001, around an era where young niggas didn't play. Like, unless you was KG. KG, the only nigga that was really yeah. rocking like that. And,
1: and by the way, like, the other thing of, the shit that young players have now in terms of a support structure from the teams, mm-hmm. from their agents, and everything, is so much better. That nigga, Kwame Brown, got dropped off in Washington, D.C. All right, nigga, go be a pro. Like, he had no, no fucking bearings or whatever. I remember I read a story. I talked about this on Levitar. Uh, I guess it'll be yesterday by the time you guys hear this. And I read a story about Kwame Brown when he first got to Washington. This nigga, uh, he had like an appearance. He's supposed to do. He didn't show up. So the team like called his agent. Said, "Yo, this nigga didn't show up." So his agent goes over to the house. He's like, "Yo, why didn't you show up?" He said, "I didn't have anything to wear." So what happened? All the clothes we got you. He opens the closet, and they're all like in a pile on the ground. He said they're all dirty. He said, why would you take them to the cleaners? The nigga said, "I don't know how." Like yeah. you're talking about someone like completely sheltered, didn't know shit about uh, shit. Like and didn't, and didn't have my mom and my brother move with me. And uh, then nigga was by himself. So, like, he had no way of kind of figuring this shit out. And these niggas gave him no help at all. Then the other thing is, and I say this to everybody. Yo, uh, everybody around the room. When you were 18 years old, who was your, your, your idol? Like, the person you looked up to the most. Trey, who was who, your idol? The person you looked up to the most. Like, that wasn't a family member. Like, a famous celebrity. Probably Fab, at Fab? 18 you- Yeah, Fab. Uh, I thought it, was, it wasn't it Hove at eighteen. No. Okay. No. Fab. He was because he
3: hadn't. That's the thing. I I don't, I not fuck with Hove. I start. I was getting little nuggets from Hove, but like right. Fab was the coolest nigga in O three. Okay.
1: Jerb, who was yours?
3: And Cameron, sorry, and Cam. Yeah. It'd either be Hove or AI.
1: Okay. Sean, who was yours?
2: Man, I'm from Chicago. You just, It was Mike, okay. period, point okay. blank, yeah.
1: All right, so so imagine this person, all these people that y'all looked up to, idolized, that nigga knows, er- like, he's the best, da, da da oh, oh, shit, I'm gonna be with him, we gonna be rolling together, this shit is gonna be fun, and you meet that nigga the first day, and that nigga, and you can bleep this out, Sean, that nigga calls you a, f- and fucking, and bullies the fuck out of you, calls you a bitch every day, you pussy-ass nigga, da 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 Like, I don't give a fuck how tough you are, That shit will change how you look at yourself in the mirror. The nigga why I I like idolize my life who is doing the same industry work that I'm doing. I'm finally around him and he fucking like beats the shit out of me every day. Yeah, man, that that shit ain't going to make like some guys are going to fucking rise up and yeah, I fuck that nigga and and then do their own thing. But for most human beings, that shit will be crushing to you. They say, don't meet your idols. use it's because, oh, that nigga was a dick. He didn't sign my autograph or whatever. This nigga's calling you a puss-ass nigga every day. Say something. I wish you would say something. I'll fucking knock your ass out. Right? Yes. <laughs> like, that That shit is hard, <laughs> it's fucking man. fucking crazy. It's fucking wild. Nah, that's
3: real it, shit, though. No, and, it, and, it is. And the, crazy, and the crazy thing about also, too, is kind of like he was explaining that he was supposed to originally be traded for Elton Brand, the clip i mean to the clippers instead of tyson chandler you know what i'm saying Mm. so when michael jordan and ted leonis was you know in beef they was beefing because he was telling him like i want elton brand like i'm 39 i need you know i need a i need a better player you know what i'm saying and 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 kwame was like yo it's no hard feelings i'm 19 i'm coming to the league i'd rather go play for a younger team anyway like Right. I get it. It's no, you know what I mean? I have no attachment to this. So when he got there, Michael kind of took it out on him. Like, nigga like yeah. the real yeah, like, like I, the, the real I nigga act- I wanted was-
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, was yeah. Right. And that's and that's the thing like people always like, "Oh, Michael was trying to motivate him." No, he wasn't. He was just an asshole. Yeah, like, that's just not, not everything he does has, like, a secret meaning behind it. Some of those niggas are just assholes. And Latray's yeah, right. exactly right. Like, the nigga was looking at him like, I could have had Elton Brandon instead, said, I got this nigga here. This yeah. baby nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Right.
3: I mean, because think about that. Mike ain't never had to deal with no super young high school player. You feel me? Like, that's kind of. Bro.
1: It, it took a minute before he even
3: that... accepted Kobe like that.
1: No, I, but it's easy to accept a nigga that's not on your team. Yeah. Like, think about oh, yeah. all the people he was Fuck, this nigga traded Richard Hamilton for goddamn Jerry Sackhouse old ass mm-hmm. because yeah, I, I don't want no young niggas. <laughs> like, yeah. just. Yeah. Like, it, and, and he got Richard Byron Hamill Russell was, over there. Three, Richard Hamilton played three years in college and yeah. won a fucking national championship and was signed to Jordan Brand. This nigga was like, Get the
3: fuck out of here. Give yeah. He <laughs> didn't give <up>. a <laughs> fuck. He didn't give a flying fuck. Like, no, nah, no, I don't care. You ain't ready yet. He wanted all 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 niggas in the gutter for show. I nigga Mike was not playing with niggas.
2: Or was he just trying to get a guy like Rip out the way because he knew Rip could play? No, 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 nah, no. He wanted nah, to nah. win. He wanted to win.
0: He wanted to win. win. He yeah. to win right now. Yeah, the, wanted, that's yeah. and Rip, Mike. And Rip wasn't Rip. Don't give a fuck about, Mike. Don't yeah. give a fuck who it is. That's Mike, dog. Like th- yeah. th- Mike. That could have been the MVP of
1: the league. Mike wouldn't give a fuck. He's Michael that, Jordan. In his mind, he's 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 busting his ass. Yeah, it's no, it, it's. It, it, it was Stackhouse because Stackhouse was older. And then I, I believe he was familiar yeah. with Stackhouse because of the Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, yeah. No, he, <laughs> with him in Carolina. he went and got Byron
3: Russell because Byron was there, Russell was Brian a good Russell. competitor. He got Tyron Nesby. Uh, Oak, Them niggas had random ass niggas, bro. He got the homie O'Kee yeah. to come rival him. Yeah.
0: And low-key oh, him and Oak
3: probably really, they probably knew they wasn't going to win no games. He just wanted a nigga a roadie. to be like, hey, let's just beat the fuck up on Kwame. I, would, I niggas, probably niggas, probably, niggas probably had that nigga on some uh belly from black shit hey.
1: Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna do it for us here black opinions matter motherfucker as always remember become a patreon patreon.com slash count the dings i told you about the uh cinephobe extra episodes we've got an overflow episode that's actually coming after this we're talking about some new, more music anniversaries you don't want to miss this one but also Wednesday, this Wednesday, we've got another live show coming to you. That's only available to our Patreons. So patreon.com slash count the things. Make sure you're there. Last time, it was a real fucking hoot with everybody getting fucked up on on Cinco No Mile. Let's see what we're going to bring up to you guys tomorrow, Wednesday, May 19th. Uh, For Big Jerv, for Black Trey, for Sean, and for me, Amino Hassan. This has been Black Opinions, Bad Motherfucker. Stay black, bitch.